0: You've already met the thanes of Rygel and even followed them on their quest across the sea, but now travel back to the city they call home mere days after their departure, where a brand new story is taking shape. Set upon by bad luck, a group of disparate individuals find themselves forced to work together at the behest of the rich and the powerful. But in Rygel, nothing is ever quite as it seems. With new powers on the rise and the city's thanes gone... Will others rise to the occasion or discover they're not quite heroes at all? The pod called Quest presents Quest Side Story. everybody, welcome back to the Pod Called Quest. As always, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. And I'm Stephanie. I'm Shane. I am Foz. I'm Laura. And I'm David. Right under the wire, guys. Right? <laughs> just, just barely made it, huh? Congrats.
1: I'm proud of you.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Ah, <laughs> oh, Just to explain to everybody, um, generally when we log into uh, Zoom here and have our little um, socially distanced D and D session. Generally, we spend about an hour and a half to two hours just shooting the shit before we play. And then people that have to work in the morning, um, have to actually go to work. Um, I'm very sorry. Uh, don't get nearly as much sleep as they should. And so today we had to start a little later. And I promised I would get us started within 30 minutes of when everyone logged in, and I got it like on the money. It's it's almost exactly 30 minutes right now. So I'm very proud of myself. Money made it happen. And now I've just proven that I can do it, and now the precedent is set. So going late just makes me look like a shithead. Or from no. now on, Wait, so you know? I guess you guys can hold me to that. We will. Oh, we will. Oh, oh no. we will. Oh no, it's okay. I'll just make the sessions longer. Whatever.
2: Ooh. No. Oh, all right. Expect no
0: role play from Hannibal. <laughs> uh, it's okay. He'll just he'll just leave like he's been
3: doing. That's what he does, dude. Ooh. That is like an old person thing. Will they just leave? I'm tired. Well, he's like That's a role play choice. <laughs> I'm oh. tired. <laughs> oh, he's not just tired? No. That's like my grandma all the time. When then, you're old, I you like know, how Hannibal
0: sounds like like an old New York housewife. I'm so tired.
3: <laughs> That's like the, <laughs> That's the that big heads. Like, like the big heads from Rocco's Modern Life.
0: Oh no, it sound, it's, it's it sounds like the character from SpongeBob. Chocolate. Oh. I, I the remember when they first invented chocolate. I, I hated it.
4: I also, like the slug from uh, Monsters Inc. The slug lady. Oh, uh, Roz. Oh, Roz. Roz yeah. Roz. No,
2: she's a little more nasally. Right?
0: right?
4: She's, sp- she's, she's, a lot more,
2: she's a more. <laughs> you
1: didn't file your paperwork.
0: There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. That's pretty good, Laura. <laughs> Who does your voice? Thanks, Roz. <laughs> Roz.
4: I'm always watching.
0: <laughs> oh, it's not. It's it's actually, that's actually a man doing the voice. Uh, he's one of Is the it animators. Really? It's Bob Peterson. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. I didn't that's realize funny. there
1: was a dude. That's, that's funny.
0: hilarious. Um, all right. Well, now that we know that Roz from Monsters, Inc. was voiced by a man, we can just move right on to uh, some important stuff we got to get take care of. Right, Foz? Yeah, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. You're only in charge of the Patreon. Oh,
4: yeah. We we have... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we have a new ten dollar patron we do yeah as of
0: like i don't know like two or three o'clock today the, the fifth of august yeah we're, we're cut this is also under the wire guys we're recording this like less than 48 hours before it comes out mm-hmm. so the sixth is going to be just just getting the edit done but um uh, as we've done before the newest member to our exemplar ten dollar Patreon tier we've got the
4: simple ben hello ben. ben thank you ben. i'm gonna give i'm gonna give him the moniker big ben
0: i'm nice. as simple as the name because we always have like <laughs> like when we have like flight like odorless bird yeah <laughs> some shit like that we have like or like invisible
5: odorless bird <laughs> invisible odorless
0: bird we got crazy shit like that or even pj love sauce is like this whole thing shout out to peege yep. but you know we have the simple name of ben ben not even benjamin just ben i just like ben. it so ben we commend you Thanks, ben. T- tiny tiny claps for the. Thank short you, name. Ben. <laughs> Your hand does look smaller in, Thank that, you, in that video. It's weird. <laughs> it's a forced perspective thing. It's like what they've done in Lord of the Rings. That's
5: why my hand looks small. Lord of the Rings is that the sexual adaptation?
0: Said lord!
4: <laughs> I heard Lord of the yeah.
5: Rings, <laughs> but
2: we've already done this with Star Wars. Have we thought about what we're not
5: talking were the about this the Rings again. again? Well, I mean, there's. <laughs> a I mean, we'll cut
2: it out. We'll cut it. We, we'll we, cut it. <laughs> 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 we ain't gotta go. <laughs>
3: It's not I mean even di- I mean
0: Dildo Baggins writes itself. Oh yeah. Oh and rides himself too. boom. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> There's got to be something good for Gandalf in there. Like it's just I mean era porn No. I think That's no. Nothing. I don't think
3: you can use the word porn when, when describing a person in a porn.
0: Well, Aragorn. It's not Oh something. guys, the and the bad guy's not isn't Sauron. His name is Hardon. I, I was wow. thinking about the bad that. guy's name is Hardon. Oh God.
5: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, off, oh my God! Holy the shit, guys, oh, guys! No. His name
0: is Hardon, and he has a single eye. It writes itself. Oh. It's so good. He's old one eye. Oh, he's oh my been... God! He's a his tower is just a dick. His tower is just a giant cock. Oh, oh my, my God. God! It's so good. Uh, oh, the guys, hobbits, I'm ra- I'm, I'm the hobbits it. could be
3: called Nobbits. How many years of 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 making Stop. fun of Lord of Lord of the Rings do you think has gone on? Oh my like.
5: God. They're taking the novelts to Geyserhard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, no,
4: I can't even mm-hmm. handle this right Uh-oh. now. Mm-hmm. I'm Mandol <laughs> the Gay. That's good.
0: Yeah, it's Mandolph like, That's even when they did that. That that um. That like re that reunited thing they do on YouTube now with um, Josh Gad. They had Lord of the Rings folks on, and they did a reading of a scene. And even Ian McKellen, when he said Gandalf the Grey, he winked at the camera and said the Gay, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Oh, it was nice. so good. <laughs> he looked right at the camera, winked, and said Gandalf the Gay. Excellent. I was like, "Man, <laughs> me, I love funny. you so much." Anyways, we can we can write our Lord of the Rings porno parody later, or we, can later. Or we can do it right now. Really, if you want Let's to, it right but now. we're gonna no, do it no, later. No, no, oh. It's a waste of time. We also have uh, a winner for last month's uh Patreon Hero Die for the uh, ten dollar up people. Kind of <laughs> kinda of hilarious. I'm very glad that this particular person won. Um has has everyone actually looked? Does everyone know who won? Yeah. I don't know if we could check it. I don't know. I don't know how you Oh, look. technically know to you guys don't have it. a login. You guys aren't mm-hmm. even technically patrons. Ew. Yep. I tried. Um my bad. Yeah, but then I just gave you the RSS feed because I don't want you to have to pay us. <laughs> I was that patient for
5: a week, and Josh was like, What are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, supporting our podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every time I go in to check canceled patrons to see if anybody, like, if we've lost anybody, it always says Shane. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. But yeah, you just got the RSS feed. It's fine. You just get it for free. Um, well, the winner of the July 2020 Patreon Hero Die is our very own, the one and only judas what <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Judas yeah. Won by.
0: <laughs> that's not real that's so Ooh. funny he that's got hilarious. double the votes of the next person below <laughs> the oh, rich wow. yeah. Thanks.
5: Yeah. thanks
0: guys yeah doesn't like you you two as a collective couple have three hero di- dice right now right i'm gonna look it up wait well? i think you have two as hannibal yeah, out of out of nine votes, forty four percent voted for Judas, and then twenty two percent voted for Arkrov, and then there was some eleven yes. percent scattered Animal about. Bungle has him.
5: a hero die for casting Bungle, a hero die for betting on Arkrov to win that fight, mm-hmm. and, and then one for Judas. Judas, specifically,
0: Judas specifically, Judas has to has to use it.
5: Yeah, you got it.
0: It can't even. It has to be Judas specifically. Yeah, hero die for Judas.
5: I got it. So on character sheet, I
0: don't know. Maybe try casting like a touch attack with him or something like that. I don't know. I'll or whatever you I need to how to do that. all <laughs> sure. <second page>. <laughs> <Character> <laughs> sheet. I don't know if you have that yet. Um. But um, yeah, it actually looks like uh, if, I, if I'm looking, let's look ahead a little bit. If I reload the page to make sure nobody else has voted, it looks like from what I can tell, it looks like our our resident alchemist is in the lead for August. All right. There's a I- there's about eight votes in currently. I think there's there's like at least twice that in people above the ten dollar tier. So let's get some votes in there, folks. Head over to patreoncom slash pod quest and uh, look for it's the most recent post under the pinned post about the rewards. Should say August hero died. You can go ahead and vote. You get one vote each. Get that in before noon on the thirty first.
1: Should um I be bitter that everyone, including the dodo bird, has won a hero die before me? Should I be bitter about that?
4: No, <laughs> just try
2: harder, Laura. Just try harder. Uh, just get
4: don't, good. Don't get be good bitter. Whack. Don't be bitter. Be better.
2: Uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I'm not Laura. sad about it at
1: all. That's <laughs> <good. It's fine. laughs>
0: I'm, all I'm saying is, I mean, you got to really go for it and pull over the next month because Razan and Arkrov are right on your fucking tail. Uh-oh. I'm
1: telling you, all everybody's won one already and almost won multiple except for Locke. Poor little Locke.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's tough when no one likes you. I get it.
0: <laughs> I think the, Stephanie's uh, trying to make up for the fact that Sh- Shane has been a lot nicer the last couple of weeks, so Steph's like, I gotta get some negative energy yeah, yeah. out There's something <laughs> weird I going on. Say
1: <laughs> mean. We're all too nice
2: to each other now. It's, this feels weird.
0: <laughs> it's because it right? right now it's right very okay. hard. We'll lay into each other. We can all get to the same room again, because life can will kind of w- go back to normal. Can yeah. I go back? I don't like this. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did it for you, a week.
2: Okay, you can be a dick, but you have to compliment me at least once every session. I like
0: Poor. that. He's that gonna means, get that. He's getting that shit out of the way right but away.
2: Then you get the free reign to say and do whatever you want afterwards. I just no. Need
5: th- actually, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna save it because it's very easy for me to find ways to make fun of Stephanie and talk shit on her. If I yeah. compliment her, I, I, what if I don't? What if I don't have any good zingers later? Then I just wasted a compliment for no reason. <laughs>
0: That's, fair. <laughs> okay. That's fair. I'm gonna say the compliment has statements. to be on the air. It has to be on the show. All right, it has okay. to be provable. I can do that. I
1: like it. it has
0: to all be right, after the in. intro. Does it literally okay. once? once David goes and I'm David, you can be like, "Stephanie, you look very pretty today," and just
5: be done with it. Like,
0: you can just get it out right away <laughs> if you it. want
5: to. Starts now. <laughs> Stephanie it's on. Sure it's fucking <laughs> on, Steph. You have not is, complimented oh my God. me yet. I, it was so never preface not... that I had to compliment you before.
2: Ah, that's fair. OK, all right. I'll be looking forward to the compliment later on. Then,
5: oh, um, Also,
0: uh, caveat as the GM and host, I get to nix any of this at any time. If it goes <laughs> off the rails. OK, yeah, that's fair. I just reserve that right. I've never done it before, really, but I reserve the right. But with that, we do have one other uh, bit of housekeeping, uh, another topic with one I want to get to. Uh, Steph, you kind of want to want to take this, take the reins on this.
2: Yeah, for sure. So I, um, to our listeners, I don't know if many of you know, but I am, uh, I'm 100% Lebanese. My family um, is all from there, and I do have a lot of family there. So, with the recent events that have happened this past week, uh, with, you know, a really, really tragic uh, accident that happened in downtown Beirut, I just wanted to spread a little bit of awareness and talk about that for um, a little bit. Thankfully, my family is, uh, for the most part, all safe, which is um, very thankful for that. But unfortunately, that's that's not the case for a lot of people in Lebanon and a lot of areas in Lebanon. So, you know, if to fill you guys in, there was a large explosion of ammonium nitrate, uh, 27 tons of it, which to give context is essentially the size of a small nuclear bomb. Um, and that ammonium nitrate was being stored incorrectly in a warehouse at the port of Lebanon. Lebanon, as a country, is already going through a really uh, difficult economical collapse right now, and this couldn't come at a worse time for the country. So, um, if you have the means to do so, uh, donations are incredibly, incredibly welcome to the Lebanese Red Cross. Specifically, that charity is a great one because hospitals are already overwhelmed with you know COVID nineteen, which is also affecting the country. And then, uh, unfortunately, two of the largest hospitals in Beirut were affected by the blast as well and are not operating at full capacity. So, Red Cross is you know a huge Help to the people right now as they continue to recover bodies and treat injuries and things like that. So, unfortunately, you know, huge condolences. If we have any listeners that um, have been affected by this in any way, my heart absolutely goes out to you because I know what it feels like, and it's so painful to watch. You know, such a beautiful country go through this. Condolences to all of the friends and family of those people, um, to all of those that were lost. But. Thank you guys for, you know, the the country is very near and dear to me. These streets that I walked, streets that I've spent time on, um, that I have memories of with my family that are so important to me. It's hard to look at the news and see those, to see them gone, to see, you know, people that could have been my friends, my family, loved ones of mine, to see them gone is just heartbreaking. So, any attention, any support you can give to the country, it's very much needed right now. Uh, while this was tragic, the aftermath of it is also going to do a lot of damage on the people of Lebanon. Um, and they need all the support that they can get right now.
0: Yeah, we'll provide some links in the description. But if anybody's interested, you can check out the Lebanese Red Cross website at redcross.org.lb for more information and for a direct link to donate. Go to www.supportlrc.app forward slash donate. That's supportlrc.app forward slash donate. And we'll go ahead and provide those links in the show notes uh, today, along with Direct Relief and Black Lives Matter, as um, those are still ongoing. Thank you for sharing, Steph. We really appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. And please, if you can uh, help out some people in need, that would be great. But with that, on a very a really hard right turn, we're just going to we're just going to crank the wheel here and we're just going to dive in. So who remembers what happened last week? that's a bad sign that's a st- bad no, sign
4: oh, we <laughs> there was a
0: there was a moment no- of utter <laughs> silence
2: we were gonna what? see who's gonna talk first but oh. a lot of things happen trust has been broken I, just happened. has the, the yeah. team has been divided <laughs> dun, dun, people dun. taking different stance. I don't know. I mean, it, it was a really actually fun session. I think a lot of interesting happened. Interesting things happened, especially with our team dynamic. We have some disagreements among the team with Hannibal, uh, you know, being very, you know, old, very what? old. No, I mean, he's just, he's focused on, he's Why focused he on so the old? business. He's here to do a job. He's here to do the job and he's not getting that mixed up with anything else. And, then some other other ones of us that are, you know, fighting for a different cause entirely. And I think that was a shock to our characters to find that we weren't all on the same page. But I think it's really interesting that that happened. Um, and then we left off with, uh, you know, Best Love bringing us to the Prime Minister's office to, I don't know, flaunt us or see what happens, you know, and see how those dynamics played out. And mm-hmm. then we left off on a surprise visitor.
4: A little. A little clockwork boy
2: yeah oh that's right you don't know it's a boy little <laughs> clockwork boy
4: little clock, clockwork fly
2: yeah i think now we have to go find out who where this thing came from kind of do some investigating on why it yeah. uh, who made it who's watching who's trying to get information and
5: yeah someone's going to jail at least
2: at least yeah yikes
5: and we were pointed in the direction of one uh
4: specific person is that correct you were one zillion hmm a
5: local metallurgist. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. We have met this person as our other characters. You yes have, or yes, we yes have. Yes. Indeed, yes. <laughs> do you not remember, Shade? No, I do. I just wanted the listeners to know. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's good
0: to clarify because some of the some of the other ones we haven't clarified before. So thank you for that.
1: Yes, yeah. we love
0: yeah, Zillian. Y'all, y'all yeah. have met him before as other people.
4: Yeah, I mean. Pr- Percy was under his tutelage for several months. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um if it wasn't for Zillian, Percy wouldn't have a right hand. Yep. So true. You could say Zillian's true. Percy's right-hand
5: man. <laughs>
0: <No>! <laughs> ha, 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 ha,
5: ha ha. All right, let's go. Let's let's go to the thing.
0: All right, well, um you guys are currently standing inside the office of the Prime Minister of Arden. In there with you is of Howell and seemingly his bodyguard Briggs, um, as well as the Prime Minister herself. And Arcroft had just stashed away this clockwork spy into a bag of holding and I believe the Prime Minister kind of recommended you guys go see this person that she knows of.
5: Uh... Tag, you're it. Can we just fast forward and go there? We're
0: gonna walk? Shane's really wanted to skimp out on the roleplay here. That's not it at all. Really just wanted to scoot it along. You must get to the end of the game. He's playing his quest side story speedruns right now. He's just like, he's <laughs> phasing through walls and
5: he's hacking things. He's finding seams in some of the mesh. If I was playing speedruns, I would have prepared Magic Missile when we fought that fucking closet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. We'll just skip any other roleplay and we'll fast forward straight to Zilliad's place. <laughs> You guys arrive at... No, I'm just kidding. Um, You guys end up going north. Once again, north through Guildside. I just realized that all the places that I'm setting in this current campaign are all in the same place. Um, It's a big city, though. Hmm. But you go north through Guildside until you get to almost the farthest northern edge of the city, where a lot of the apartment buildings here, the businesses, kind of build into these rock faces. They build into the mountains, because Rygel itself is built... Um, to an extent in the mountains. And so you're looking at these large stacks of homes that are built up vertically that peer upwards far taller than any buildings for the rest of all of the city, essentially, which is a really interesting area of the capital here. And you're kind of been directed by Laveau on where to go. And she kind of gives you an address and you guys eventually find your way and eventually uh, make it to one of the many lifts inside this area. And you're lifted about eight stories up amongst this kind of apartment slash, you know, warehouse district and eventually arrive at a small floor. There's only one door here. It seems to be a large landing. And you see on the door, it says Makine Metallurgy and Machine Craft, just in bold metallic font. Well, who's going in first? Don't look at me. I've never been here.
2: I'll go. Razan just opens up the door and walks in.
0: OK, you open up these large doors they are probably at least 10 or 15 feet high. Um, the ceilings here are pretty large, but you open it up into like this front little entryway and immediately in front of you, there's this large desk made of, you know, very fine wood. It's got books and different things and contraptions set upon it. Right set behind it, there's this large bookshelf that goes up 20 feet to the ceiling. There's a bookshelf to your left as well, and it curves all the way around to the right to where you can see like the room goes back. Behind, almost like a back area of the shop. Um, There's kind of random contraptions all throughout this area. There's gears and winches all over. Um, Some of them seem to be functioning, some of them not. And there's also this large suit of armor over on the left-hand side, kind of in this alcove built into the bookcase, just standing there very still, uh, you know, helmet, head to toe in iron. And as soon as you guys all enter in, uh, you watch as this this, like, kind of strange mechanism goes off, set off by the door. And you watch it eventually pull a lever on this interesting little box sitting on the desk in front of you. The box has a, well, it looks to almost be like a blooming flower pointing out of it, uh, made of wood and other material at an angle. And you watch as this mechanism drops this pointy little lever onto a tiny spinning disc that kind of is is warped. And as it starts to begin to move, it kind of warps and shifts. You guys hear this like... Crackling noise coming out of this flower, and you hear a voice come out of it. It says, You were listening to the pre recorded voice of Zillion B. McKine, owner and proprietor of McKine Metallurgy and Machine Craft. I'm currently indisposed and unavailable. Please, for both of our sakes, do not leave me a note. Do not call for me. And no matter what you think, I'm in fact not just in the back. Please do return during our regular business hours. As you can see, they aren't listed as we have none. And I know what you're thinking. Let's just go to another blacksmith nearby, and I assure you, the other locals will provide neither the service nor the quality of work that you will receive here. Without being crass, as I would never speak ill of my fellow craftsmen, unless you're willing to travel several thousand miles east of here, everyone else is terrible. And you watch as the lever then removes the tiny needle from the spinning disc, and the disc comes to a stop. What do you guys do?
2: Razan stares at it for a few seconds, rolls her eyes, and then goes to walk into the back.
0: <laughs>
5: okay. Are oh, you oh, no. going?
1: He's clearly in the back. Locke kind of looks behind her and like kind of shrugs at the others and just follows Razan.
5: Uh, I think Gana will stay
3: in the front. Yeah, Kenzo will be staring at the suit, the suit of armor yeah, in I'll, the
0: alcove. I'll peruse the like, goods. Okay, so... As I said, of you stay in the front, as the two ladies just charge into the back, uh, you guys curve around kind of the side and push past what seems to be this, like, curtain that's kind of laid up in the opening that leads to the back area. And as you kind of step back, you guys step into this huge, large, like, it's almost like a warehouse. But there's, like, workshops and strange devices everywhere. And you can see, um, immediately as you go back, a bright, like, flashing light coming from far to the left. And you can hear this really loud, like this loud like crackling noise and it's really bright like it almost hurts to look over there Um, and you can see something going on and you can kind of make out a figure uh, maybe go ahead and roll a perception check ladies ladies
1: Ladies.
2: (laughs) that's a natural 20 for me damn and lock 19
0: Okay, what was the total, Steph?
2: 27 total for me.
0: Yeah, it's very obvious. Um, There's a dwarven man standing across the way from you guys at what seems to be a workbench. And he's like surrounded by this bright flashing light. He seems to be kind of not crouching, but like bent over this very large, elaborate kind of workbench. And you can see it almost looks like there's a person on it.
1: It almost seems like there's a what?
0: Like a person on the workbench.
1: It almost seems like it or there's a person on there.
0: (laughs) Kind of looks like a person. You should have rolled a higher you know. He's perception. creating
1: a monster. <laughs> a Frankenstein. What do you guys do? Um, hello?
0: Do you say it that loud?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's no response. <laughs> the noise that's going on is rather loud, oh, I would say. like the, the crackling and everything is pretty loud.
2: Razan repeats it, but like yells it.
0: Hello? So as you kind of exclaim outward, uh, and you kind of hear your voice echo a bit in the kind of vaulted ceilings of this warehouse, and you guys can see to your right, there's just like aisles of shit. You don't even know what it is. It's kind of all cast in darkness because you're seeing this bright light spurring from this, this workshop. And this whole, everything's just lined with like bins and random stuff on the wall. There's these strange gadgets everywhere. And there's all these workshop stations lined up that go across and he's on the farthest and the biggest one on the far side of the room. Um, this almost this constant whirring that's been going on throughout the kind of room, like, winds down. It um, comes to a kind of a halt to, like, this low hum. And you see that the uh, the the noise and the sparking stops. And you kind of see, like, something kind of clink and get set down on the workbench. And you see, turning around, this dwarven figure, there's this big metal helmet over their head with this large, like, completely darkened visor um, over their eyes, and you see the front of it gets lift up, the face mask. And you can see standing there is this kind of sooty-faced, um, just covered in grime, large walrus mustache. Kind of a, a grump for a face is the best way I could say it. Turns towards you and just kind of stops and stares at you for like a good 10 seconds.
2: Uh, sorry for interrupting. We're on business from the Prime Minister. She sent us to you. Are you available to chat? for a little bit.
0: You hear like a sigh. Did you not hear the, the message at the front? I did. And you just... Prime Minister. You just decided to... Yeah. Okay, go to the front. I'll be out there in just a minute.
2: Razan just turns around and goes. She just nods.
0: You guys go back out front. What are you guys doing in the front of the shop? Touching stuff. Touching stuff? Touching Pokes. stuff. Shane, what, what's something you t- what is something that Hannibal touches? Ooh, something shiny. Ooh,
5: or something... something. shiny? Or maybe
0: something soft. Good. Okay, we'll go shiny for the first one. You walk up. I imagine you're kind of intrigued by this like strange contraption that like made sound, um, something you've never really seen before. Uh, do you have knowledge engineering? Yep. Roll it, baby. That's a twenty-six. A twenty-six. So uh, yeah, you've you've heard of these. They're really rare. You've never actually seen one, but this is uh, a phonograph. Ah. You've actually. Uh, it's it's basically it's a it's a little turntable, guys. You, I'm sure you caught on to that. Um, but Hannibal will have was probably heard of them, but has never seen them. And it's to the point where you're probably like, they can't record sound on physical media. I know magic can do that, but like on a wax disc, what does that even mean? That's crazy. But here it is, and it worked.
5: I was gonna say Hannibal has a record player, but now he's going to have to get one.
0: <laughs> he's got to start saving up his money, baby. Did get a big old paycheck though. <laughs> The thing you do notice is sitting next to the phonograph as you're kind of like messing with it and looking at it, you do see as this like really gorgeous, like elaborately constructed like brass raven, Hmm. like made of metal, just perched next to it on like a little, um, like a little bird's perch on the desk. Hmm.
5: Uh, Do I know what that is? Is there a knowledge check? I mean, it's just,
0: it's a, it's a, you know, metal raven.
5: Yeah. Do you do anything? I don't know. Let me see if I uh, detect magic. I think I do. I don't know if I. Prepared it today. Let me check. I hate that I have to prepare that. You know, it's such a. I got so used to it.
0: Yeah, with Oren, he just has it at will. How detect magic?
5: <laughs> um, no, you don't. I did not prepare it. Mm. Well, I'll look at it and think that's a nice raven. What are you looking at? What is this? Oh, this is just a a well crafted bird.
4: It appears. I was admiring its plumage. Arcravel will reach out and like pet the brass raven
0: so you go ahead and you run your fingers over the top it's made of like you know smooth cold metal the whole thing's constructed of metal and as you kind of run your finger over the head of it kind of snaps and looks at you (gasps) oh the f is is alive and you watch as the uh two little gems where the eyes would be kind of light up like a very faint like green blue um will cast detect magic yeah dude this thing's magic it has a has a faint magical aura i'll say this is crazy Uh,
5: hello can you understand me? Ah! He looks at our crops. I'll take that as a yes. He did it all wrong. That's not our raven sound. Uh, and how do they sound, Kenzo? Ah!
3: I, I'm a little bashful right now. I don't feel like doing my in- impersonation.
4: <laughs> well,
5: I thought it was pretty good.
3: No, that was a throwback to when we realized that Kenzo doesn't know what crows sound like either. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I went, Ka-ka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Uh, so, yeah, the bird the bird squawks at you guys. It even ruffles like it's little metal feathers. You can see like the little, you hear them like kind of clinking on each other. You kind of hear a little bit of conversation happen in the back. The girls come walking out. And a few moments later, you see pushing through the curtain, um, having basically just like wiped the, the soot and grease from their face, seemingly with like a gloved hand. You can just see the smeared fingerprints across the brow and everything. You see this dwarf come walking out. He's got kind of frazzled hair, but it's like parted to one side. Kind of nice. Um, but it still is like a little dirty from working. Um, he's clean shaven, like everywhere except for this massive walrus mustache that kind of hangs over his lips and kind of down to the side. Uh, he is cast as Nick Offerman. Yeah, he is. And uh, yes. he kind of comes strolling in. Um, you guys do actually notice as he sits, he kind of plops down at the desk. And kind of scoots himself towards it. And as he puts, like, his hands on the table, you can see his entire left arm is gone. And it has been replaced by a metal prosthetic. Don't think, like, Edward Elric prosthetic. Like, think of, like, you can see, like, imagine if this was, like, a, a flesh arm. There'd be, like, no skin on it. You're just seeing the insides. So he just has this, like, mechanical arm with no plating. Mm-hmm. With all of the strange contraptions and everything on the inside, uh, covered in different runes and everything. And he's just sitting there and he kind of looks at you all, just kind of grumpily. Can I help you?
2: Well, as I had said earlier, we're here on official business from the Prime Minister.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that.
2: Something, we don't know what, is watching her. Is this
0: familiar to you at all? Do you? Okay, um, let me just, let me just, 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 let me just get all this straight. Um, You were sent by the Prime Minister because something is spying on her?
2: Yes. Like a metal creature thing. I don't know what it is. Ah,
0: that makes more sense. Do you happen to have this thing? We brought it, right? I don't generally do consulting work. Is there anything else you're here for? Do you need anything made? Yeah,
4: Vivo, Vivo, show it to you. And Arkrov pulls out the Clockwork Spy from the back of holding. You. So you you uh, you reach in. Uh, what hand do you reach in with? Uh,
0: right hand. Um. Does thirteen hit your touch AC? Shit. It sure does. Well, you go ahead and you you reach into the bag of holding and you kind of think to yourself, you imagine the Clockwork Spy from your memory and you, you pull it out magically from this extra-dimensional space. And as you're kind of walking over to, to hand it over to Zillion, you watch as it kind of jostles around in your hand really quick and you see it where the kind of main body of it is, the main like shell. It splits open and you watch this tiny arm come out of it and you hear... And you watch as this thing rapidly just inscribes a tattoo on your arm. And then little arm goes back in and closes
4: back up and it goes completely inert. What? What the fuck? Arcrob will kind of like toss the uh, at a shock will toss the clockwork spy onto the desk and like hold up his arm and like what is I mean, what is the tattoo? So you can see it's right
0: on your wrist because that's the closest area that this thing could have reached to. It is uh, small. It's probably about an inch and a half across both ways square. But it is um It looks like an eagle, specifically a, you might call it a war eagle. What?
5: That's a pretty sick tattoo. No, that's a lame ass tattoo. Uh, Let me get a hand on this thing.
4: (laughs) Put it right above my lower back. What does a war eagle look like?
1: Is it an eagle with an American flag on it?
4: does it have a machine i will
0: guns say on its back? i will say <laughs> <laughs> or no it will um it, it will I, I think the reasoning for that will make itself known eventually cool, 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 so cool 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 <laughs> um did it, does it hurt well yeah you just got a literal right. tattoo <laughs> <laughs> like and it, it, it did this thing in like probably 1 second it was like it moved insanely <laughs> fast It was just like you just had this tattoo and it looks pretty good like does it doesn't look like shit i think Arkrov's just
4: like in shock he's just like staring at it What the fuck uh, well, this is the the contraption uh, we were sent here to give you to look at. Has it ever done that before? No. Not a standard issue trait to these things.
0: One of you should probably look at that. So he kind of goes ahead and he, he picks up the clockwork spy and kind of rolls it over over a couple times. He immediately just like <sighs> takes it and kind of like tosses it in front of
4: himself. Well, it's shit made. So it's not dwarven? No, it's not dwarven. We were told that um this type of devices can record uh, audio? Oh yeah, they most certainly can. Phil would be very interested to see what is uh, has been recorded. Mm.
0: Well, um, unfortunately, because this sort of device is generally considered illegal uh, in the capital and elsewhere, um, I don't own a device that can decipher the runic inscribings on the gym. So unfortunately, I can't really do that.
2: Do you know of anyone who does?
0: If, if I did, I wouldn't be able to tell you that I know them, if you understand. Are any of you going to look at the tattoo your friend just got? Yes, oh,
4: Arkrod, let me have a look at your Yes, please help. I I don't know what to do.
5: Hannibal takes a good close look at it, touches it very roughly.
4: Yeah, Ouch! it's like already
0: red. It might even be bleeding a little bit because it was so rapid.
4: Hannibal, stop! But would you calm
5: down? <laughs> uh, can I have a, can I roll a knowledge check? Uh, sure. Um, I have all of them. You know what?
0: Why don't you roll a spellcraft? Okay. Ooh, sneaky. Thirty. Holy shit! You rolled a th- what did you roll on the dice? Eighteen. You have a plus twelve. God damn, dude. Okay. Um. Well. Um.
5: Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Well, you know what this is. the The shape of the inscription isn't really important. Um, that seems to be like a choice of the creator of this thing, but. These marks are often called great and powerful symbols, sometimes referred to as maker's marks. Delicious. They're essentially, mm-hmm. um, they're basically tracking devices. Oh, fuck. Like magical tracking devices? Yeah.
2: Oh, gosh. That's With not a 30, good. I mean, I'm,
0: I'll just, I mean, I can, I can list things to you. So, sometimes called a maker's mark, this magical tattoo can be placed anywhere on the body and resemble any shape or design the creator wishes. Um, this tattoo lasts for 10 days and once inscribed... The subject is immediately subject to a locate creature spell. No save. And uh, you also know that it's it's possible for the symbol to be activated in order to gain one of three different effects. But you don't know what those effects are because they vary based off of when they were created or who created them. But you can activate them as a swift action and they're random. But You can make a thing happen. But uh, you know that uh, whoever made this thing basically knows right where Arkrov is right now. Okay, so this
5: thing is called a what? Not a maker's mark. The other one.
0: I mean, if you're looking it up, it's not a real item.
5: Oh gosh! Gotcha, because
0: gotcha. I made this with the fifty dollar <gasps> patrons last night.
5: Oh, oh shit! Yeah. This is, cool.
0: uh, this is one of our from one of our monthly build sessions we have with the fifty dollar patrons. We created this last Fuck. night with two of our guys, yeah, um, King Bastion and PJ Love Sauce. It was really fun, um, and that's what the War Eagle is there because they're both
4: Auburn alums. Oh, the logo wow. is the War Eagle. That's
1: true. <laughs> Oh, that's Whoa. so funny. I love that.
4: Didn't uh, Revless, the other $50 patron, didn't he have the tattoo
0: right. idea as well? Yes. Revlis did originally suggest mm. that he wasn't able to build with us this month, but part of his suggestion went into the creation of this. So that's my awesome. thank you to all three of our Hierarch folks. Um, that's the $50 level, everybody. If you're interested in jumping in and getting all of the benefits we possibly have, patreon.com slash podcast.
1: But anyways. Good job, patrons. Back to the show.
0: Yeah. Basically, um... It lasts for ten days. Um, they have a locate creature spell on us. So you can look up what that spell exactly entails. It's not like literally like a GPS, but it tells people the directions and everything of where they are. And it can he can gain one of three effects, which are random. But at will, he can activate them as a swift action.
4: So you're telling me, they can the person that made this knows where I am.
5: Well, I haven't told you anything yet. That. Was- <laughs> That was We'll just assume that you said
4: I, that. I thought that was implied. <laughs> <laughs> y-
5: yes, I'm sorry, son. You've, you've been mocked. There's nothing I can do.
4: This is not going to help with my paranoia and sleep. Aww.
3: It's fine. We just take your hand. Um, You can get another one, it looks like. And he looks at Zillion. And Kenzo like slaps, slaps his sword. Son, I wouldn't advise that. Why? He just tosses his hand in the lake or something.
4: Please, can, can you remove it? Can you remove it, please? Th- is there something you you, you, you can do? No. Fuck. I mean, we could remove this skin. That is
0: seems like maybe a viable option, yes.
2: Or we could just let whoever's trying to find us find us. Make Ooh. this go quick.
0: Hannah, while well, say with a 30, you would know that the spell Erase can erase magical tattoos i don't know what level that spell is though let's 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 look it up but with your 30 like i'm gonna give you almost everything about this except for stuff that's random uh Thanks, like the buddy. actual effects yeah it's a first level wizard spell um, erases Ooh. erase yes yeah, so you could go, you could buy a scroll eventually if you wanted to do that um that's a possibility you would know that
5: uh, i do know a spell that could c- get rid of it uh, I do not know it, but we could possibly find a scroll. Okay, I, I wonder what
4: the... the r- you said the random uh, things that happen? I, I wonder if these are good things or bad things. Oh,
5: I'm sure they will be fine.
4: Okay. But but I like the idea of of possibly setting a, a trap for whoever is looking for, for
5: me now. Sorry, uh... Sorry about being rude. Uh, we forgot introductions. I am, uh, Hannibal Thatcher. This is Alcrove, uh, Razan, Kenzo, Locke, and Judas. He just kind
0: of nods a little bit. Zillion B Makine. Uh,
4: so, um, is this one of those things where you, you can maybe hang on to this item for a little bit and we come back and you, surprise, you, you know uh, what, what it says now? And he winks.
0: You see him kind of, kind of rustle his mustache a bit. Son, as I said, I don't have the ability to decipher the uh, inscriptions that create the sounds on this gem. It's highly illegal in this country.
4: Right, right. No, no, no. I'm telling you, it is illegal. No, I I think we understand each other. (laughs) No, I don't think you do.
2: (laughs) Is there anyone who could do it with permission from the Prime Minister? Explicit permission from the Prime Minister.
0: You might be able to find someone with such a device at the Lyceum, but dealing with them, even with permission, they're going to want something in
5: return. Which, of course, I will as well. I mentioned this to the Prime Minister, and she seemed insistent that there was no one that worked on a clockwork there. I mean, I can tell you all you want to know
0: about the device itself. I build them all the time, in fact. And you kind of, you see him, like, clap his hands, and the raven, this, like, metal raven, just takes off and flies up above you guys, like... And he goes over and it's cawing and whatever, and it goes and lands on his shoulder. And it's just this little, you can see the gears inside of it, like rotating and everything. I do build these things. I thought you said they were legal. No, 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 no. Um, Clockwork spies, using them for espionage, recording people against their will. It goes against the Privacy Act.
5: Ah, so this one does something else entirely. He points to the bird. We'll say, um, he's useful
0: for companionship. Oh.
2: He's his pit.
0: Oh, not like, no, that's disgusting.
1: That's where my brain went to. <laughs>
5: We uh, we have similar uh, birds, and he looks at Judas, gives him a little fist bump. (laughs) Judas just just puts out a wing. Oh, (laughs) I thought he would
4: headbutt.
1: Yeah. Is there any way to find out where it came from?
0: Um, well, I can tell you it's imported. At least the pieces were. You think so? Uh, absolutely. They were manufactured in Karthar. They have um, basic serial numbers that uh, would denote this. Uh-oh. So it's... It's right here on the bottom. You can check it out. He kinda flips it over and like slides over like one of those little mag- jewelers magnifiers. It's like it's right on the belly of the thing.
1: So it's highly probable that it came from there,
0: you think? The parts at least were. It's, it's like that somebody got things shipped in from out of
5: state. It's not possible to have flown the entire distance. Absolutely not. Mm.
1: We're sorry to be bothering you, Mr. Mckayne, but we're just concerned about the Prime Minister. She's concerned for her safety. We're just trying to figure out what to do.
5: Where did you
0: find this thing? It
1: was... It in was,
4: the Assemblage. Right. It was in Parliament. Yes. Oh, yes. It, it was in the air duct.
1: Clearly trying to spy on her, unless it was in the wrong place. But after the, um... You know, assassination attempt, it doesn't seem unlikely.
4: This was no coincidence.
1: No, I don't think so either.
4: We're
3: not sure if it was trying to spy on her or Eslav Hal, to be honest. They were both or us. there.
5: I have no enemies in Carthage, as far as I'm concerned. That's once again only where he said he got the parts from.
0: Right. Whoever seems to be the owner of this, or even the person who put it together, is likely not the one to have made it. As I told you, the craftsmanship is shit. Mainly because I didn't do it.
1: You happen to know anybody else in the city that would have this level of skill, besides yourself?
0: He just kind of smirks at you. I do not, young lady.
4: Mm. Well, um, if you can't help us, then
0: I guess uh we will leave? It depends on what you're looking for help. I- I'm unable to tell you what was recorded on this. I can tell you there was things recorded. You can tell by the ob- the obvious micro inscriptions. He once again like ushers you guys to look if you want to in a little magnifier. He kind of swings over. It's kind of hanging from overhead. And you can see there on the backside of the jewel that he like pops out of the thing. Um, that was kind of the eyeball. There's these tiny, like almost, almost impossible to read under the magnifier. These little micro inscriptions that you can maybe tell are, are being read by whatever machine this would be put into. Like It's definitely been recording.
1: These clockwork spies are programmed to go from one place to another. Is there any way Correct. to figure out where it's going? Or where
3: it came from?
1: Right, it would have to go back to report what it found, right?
0: Correct, but we would also need the proper decrypting device for that. The brain of the whole thing operates off of this gem. It's a primarily arcane device. The mechanism that that makes it work is just the body. We'll say that this um the gem functions
4: as the mind of this thing. I mean, at this point, we are not concerned about the gem. If we cannot find out what this record is, this is fine. But I think what Locke is trying to get at is maybe we can follow it back to its owner.
1: Perhaps. Do you
5: think that would work?
4: So you want to turn it back on, wind it back up, let it go do its thing?
5: Maybe. I am curious about the gem. Are they uh, quite common,
0: or are they expensive? The spy itself? The gem. The gem doesn't need to be of any particular value, it just needs to be of a certain type. And, uh... Rubies generally pull it off. Other red gems seem to be the proper... I'm, I'm not personally an arcanist, so... I don't particularly know. It's generally not my job in making these.
1: Mm.
5: Arknest. That gives me an idea. I think we should uh, pay our friends a visit. Friends? Oh, so soon. Yes, you know, those words. Um, well, you've been extremely helpful, uh, but I think we are all done here. Unless you can sell us a decoder. Yes, that would be ideal.
0: Once again, um, I don't have one. And if I did, I wouldn't sell it, because it's illegal.
3: How much would they normally cost?
0: I wouldn't know. I've never sold or bought one, son.
3: Damn. What's what's up with the armor inside the alcove there?
0: That? It's a suit of armor.
3: It's just... Oh. Mm. Okay. <laughs> just... <laughs> Ugh. Boring. Kenza thought it was an automaton. Or David thought it was an automaton. Or Felix thought it was an automaton.
0: Yeah. It's not. Damn it. Well... Cool. Well, um, I can definitely keep this here and do some study on it if you want me to. It's probably a bit more information I can pull out of it. But f- for the most part, parts are carthene in origin. was likely assembled here. And um, we'll just say it was a mediocre job.
2: Hmm. I think it's fair to let you keep it. If there's anything more that you can find from it, just report back. Can't hurt.
0: Yeah, I'd like to look at the mechanism that gave your friend, uh, and he kind of looks over at Arkrov, that uh, tattoo there. Extremely non-standard. In fact, it's the first time I've ever seen that happen with one of these. I'm actually surprised you're able to bring it here. They usually blow up. Really? What? Generally after their... Um, Incapacitated, they're usually programmed to blow up as to destroy any evidence. Because as the reason, part of the reason that mm. they're illegal is they're never used for anything that's not nefarious.
2: Interesting.
0: They do record. Do they record both sound and sight? I wonder
2: I, why this
1: one didn't.
4: Mm. I kind of like the tattoo now.
1: I wonder if we were meant to find it. If they wanted us to. From what it. I
4: can tell, the mechanism that would cause the
0: self-destruct was replaced with this tattoo gun. So it's likely with the limited space. There's um, probably the need to do that. And you guys in immediately out of nowhere, you hear this loud crash in the back. It's like like a bunch of shit falling over. And you just watch a zillion kind of winces.
1: What was that?
0: And uh, everybody roll a perception check. Hmm. Ah, crap. Arcroft? Six. Locke?
1: Thirteen.
0: Razan Fifteen. Hannibal? Twenty-five. And Kenzo? ten. Okay, well, all of you guys definitely hear this big, loud crash. Sounds like a bunch of stuff falling off of a shelf and be knocking something over. But Hannibal, after the crash kind of settles, you can hear this noise. That sa- it sounds like... Sounds like large footsteps coming out from the back. And you watch as Zillion kind of winces and just turns to look over towards the curtain. And you guys watch as what seems to be like a seven foot tall, fully clad in armor humanoid. Just walk out of the back. His legs extended all awkwardly and walking, and you can see just see Zillion. It just has his eyes closed
4: and he's just wincing. Arcrof draws his mace.
0: Yeah, so Kenzo pulls his blade out.
2: Yeah, Razan just puts a hand on one of her short swords and then turns to Zillion. What is that? Don't! Don't, It's
0: another spy! It's another spy! Stop, giant! (laughs) Stop! Stop! I told you to stay in the back, and you just you hear like this, like Mm -hmm. I know. Just I'm dealing with customers currently, okay? You just go in the back. Mm-hmm. Great, oh, sure. I'll, I'll fix up your leg when we're done here. Okay? There's people I have to serve.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And he just just walks back into the back, and he just watches. Like Zillian just hangs his head, just like apologies.
1: Oh, he's so cute.
0: Cute is very generous of you.
1: Is that a person?
0: Not exactly. It's a mobile operational bipedal iron bot. I call him Moby.
1: I like him. Moby? Is he alive?
0: I mean, he's a robot, an automaton.
1: Fascinating.
0: He's he's not biological. He's supposed to be an assistant, but you seem kind of roll his eyes. We'll just say he's still getting his uh, sea legs, if you will. Oh, so he's going to sail once he's no, fine. He's okay, gonna... never, <laughs> no, it's not what I meant at all. <laughs> well, I will definitely take a look at this. Let's say when you come back, we'll negotiate payment. Uh, If I can provide any more information for you. Um, Otherwise, I would love to know what's on that gem. You have piqued my interest.
5: As would we all. Uh, If you don't mind, I think you only wanted to inspect the uh, mechanism itself. We could hold on to the gem until we return.
0: Of course, I I have no use for it. I can't do anything with it because, as I've said, I don't have one of the decryptors. Yes, you have appeared to beat that point to death. (laughs) Um, it's pro- mostly because your friends seem to like to allude to the fact that I have one of these and I'm just not doing it because it's illegal. I am being 100% forthright.
5: I don't have the ability to do this. Mm-hmm. Of course you are. We'll he hold on to it,
1: it don't worry.
5: <laughs> I am sorry for the rudeness. Um, thank you again. You're welcome.
0: Um, if you could also let the Prime Minister know that, um, as much as I appreciate the business, um, can you just remind her I, I don't generally do consulting work. It's not really my MO. We'll, we'll let her know. Oh, Yes. Thank you. I guess um, you seem kind of he gets kind of awkward and everything kind of like looks around. I mean, if you want to, there's ever a time where one of you needs uh, maybe um, like something, something like a like a when he kind of like points at Arcroft's mace is still in his hand, like one of like a, a, one of those. I'm a, sorry. Sales aren't my forte. Um, I, I make things out of metal. I'm the best in the city.
2: Noted. We'll certainly keep you in mind. Definitely.
0: Good. He kind of sits up straight, and like kind of straightens like his shirt. Like you seem like kind of straighten out the mustache on like the sides of his the sides of his mustache
2: anyways to thank you razan hands over 50 gold
0: when you come back for the parts when the deed is done then we'll accept payment understood i do appreciate it though you wouldn't happen to
3: know any good jewelers in case like we don't you know find out what this gem does
0: a jeweler sure for the most part, you're going to have a success mostly in the Lavender Promenade. Yeah, I would actually head over to Ivy Ragasa's place. Um, it's not going to have a, We'll just say that it's, um, it's a little place back in the corner of the Lavender Promenade. You're not going to see a sign above it, but she's good. She's young. She's new to it, but she's good. All right. Well, thank you. You're very welcome.
1: Yes, thank you for your help we appreciate that.
0: absolutely um, I'd be interested also just out of curiosity on a completely non-professional level if you find out what exactly is going on with that tattoo I'd
4: love to know about it okay we'll let
5: you know you'll be the first person we tell
4: very good then should we return to find out more information about the, the clockwork um I don't really have set hours so just show up see if I'm here how, how long will it take you is, is what I mean Mm, probably have some idea by tomorrow okay thank you
0: uh, you're welcome and as soon as he says that you guys hear like another in the back and he's just like god damn it Moby and he just like just good day and he just like pushes his chair over and goes and walks in the back and hear him just like what the hell are you doing back here and he's here
4: <laughs>
0: as you guys kind of walk out the door
4: Um, and you guys Uh, so where are you guys you guys kind of leave where are you heading out to did we wanna go see the twins? Is that what you're alluding to, Shane? Or did you want to Yeah?
5: Okay. Yeah, the twins cause they're Arcanists. Cool.
2: Let's check it out. It's a good to call, yeah.
4: I can I also want to buy something when I go there, so I'll just do that real quick.
2: Is this still the same day as the thing in the office?
4: Yeah, that happened okay. at noon. Took you guys a while to walk over here. You're done
0: here. Maybe it's like uh, two or three. Okay.
2: I I want to know, like, so my stuff isn't ready yet, because it still needs a couple more days.
0: Correct. Yeah, I actually think uh, we miscalculated on how long it's supposed to take for uh, um, Kenzo's thing to be done, because it's definitely, I think it was supposed to be like four or five days, but um, whatever. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Whoops. So that means... This uh, is what happens when I don't write it down, I'll leave it up to you guys. Note to self, trust no one but yourself, GMs. Well, that means
4: Steph should just <laughs> get her stuff then.
2: I no. don't disagree with that. I mean,
4: no. You wh- why didn't say what? that? Yeah, didn't say it's, that it's the new thing <laughs> that they're offering. It's
3: like an Amazon three-day expedition. I, I have
2: a Prime membership. Does that
3: day.
4: help? <laughs> you know, what's, what's this three day stuff? There's <laughs> no. If no. I
2: pay for next day shipping, is that like
4: next day crafting? <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> it's.
2: <laughs> If I do same day crafting, can I get like a, a one of these little <laughs> clockwork uh, spies or whatever to like deliver it to my house?
0: Do you usually equate this thing with a drone? Yes, yeah, yeah. It basically is not it a drone, what it is? Same, tiny drone, same. tiny drone. Tiny drone yeah. Yeah.
1: Not accurate.
0: Has to be a very small little. It's a letter. little
1: baby drone.
0: Yeah, something like that. Okay, so the plans to go to the Fitzelricks. Sure. Yeah. Um, Alright, uh, we'll just say it takes you guys a little while. It's in the same district so it shouldn't take too long, but you're able to eventually make it back to the Fitzalryx. It probably takes it's probably at least an hour walk from here to be honest. Like, it's a big ol' big old city and eventually you arrive back at the Fitzalryx. You guys open the door and you hear bing bong bing
4: bong bong bong
0: bong bong he- Hello? Uh, well, I mean, you do see um, one of the brothers standing behind the counter um, and they turn around and you hear, oh! Friend, you're back soon. Uh, hello, Silas. Good to see you. You as well, Hannibal. I'm, I'm sorry, um, friends. I, I don't have your other things I'm ready for you yet. Apologize.
5: Oh, that's quite all right. That's actually not why we're here. Great. Um, Oh, n- more things to buy. Okay, what are we clearing out today? Well, perhaps later, but first things first. Uh, we have a potential object of interest. Uh, would you mind taking a look at it? Um, sure. Yes, I love consulting work. And he pulls out the red gem with the stuff on it. Whoa! Do you pull it out dramatically like that? Yeah.
0: He shakes. Do you like cat? You cast color spray as you do it. I'm blind. I'm blind for so many rounds. Stop. He kind of you could plop it down on the table, and he goes, "Oh, that's interesting." Um, kind of gives you like a side eye. Should I not ask where you got this?
5: Well, kind of know sure. where you got this. I'm not sure we are at liberty to say, but suffice it to say, it was uh, us that were the object of inquiry and not the creators. Interesting. Um, sure. What? What? What are you looking to discover about it? Basically, w- whatever it has uh, recorded on it. That's where we'll end that sentence.
0: Um, kind of leans forward. Sure, I can. You see, he looks kind of nervous. Do the task you're looking for um nothing to do with this gem here but um i can definitely figure it out for you and he gives you like a really obvious
4: wink arcroft gets really excited and gives a huge wink back
0: (laughs) uh wonderful that's that's great news thank you uh you guys look and there's actually uh there's actually another customer in here as you can kind of tell this is why he uh was very much like uh, there's just a dude like kind of standing over to the side he just looks like this like young pupil at the Lyceum and just kinda of browsing around. And it's very obvious this this kid's just browsing. He can't buy anything in here. He's just looking at the cools. He's window shopping. But he kinda gives you guys a look, and as soon as he catches anyone's eye, I kind of imagine he catches a dirty side eye from Razan. That kid immediately like oh, and he like turns around and like looks away. <laughs> he like pulls his, his the hood up on his like cloak up uh, over his head just to like see him like kinda he kinda peers around it for a second and like looks back and like continues looking at some of the odds and ends on the wall. She
2: calls out to them, Do you plan on buying anything? Uh, what? Oh, you- I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna maybe. We're going to Do you work to- here. No, but we're going to need some privacy. Do you mind purchasing what it is you intended to buy?
0: Uh, <laughs> uh I'll, I'll, I'll come back later. Okay, bye. And he just like <laughs> hurries out and he like trips over something on the floor and like tumbles and everything and then just like kind of picks himself up and like uh, oh, no. and just, like, throws the door open
3: and like runs out. Well, dang, I was I was worried we were gonna have to kill him. <laughs>
4: Actually, that makes a lot... I'm surprised I, I, that didn't happen I, first. Yeah. Well, no. we, still, we still can.
5: Yeah, we still can. <laughs> I kill him. You
4: progress.
5: know, loose ends and all that.
2: <laughs> Razan turns back to the group. Anyways, speak freely.
5: Well, I honestly wouldn't have begun this uh, line of conversation if my GM had told me there was someone else here in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> He was small! (laughs) Honestly, I feel like I've been catfished.
0: (laughs) So, Silas kind of, like, straightens up a bit. Um, yeah, so I I definitely have the means to look and see what is contained within. Um, I have to dig up the old thing and make sure it works, but brought it over from the Noble Realms and haven't really used it since. So, it's sitting in storage for a while. Um, They're not illegal over there, but you can imagine that such things aren't exactly,
4: you know, smiled upon. Um. This sounds good. I I also have something to show you. Maybe you can help me. Okay, it's nothing weird. Arcraft like slams his arm down. Uh, on the table. Take a look at
0: this. Silas kind of looks and he's like, "Oh, I didn't notice that. sort that tattoo on you before."
4: It's no. It's called the War Eagle.
0: <laughs>
4: Great. I mean, it I- looks. Are you a fan of eagles? I, I was eagles aren't the national bird of forensia, are they? No. Um. I was wondering. Uh. It it's a special magical tattoo. Can I try it in your shop? Oh, under your supervision. Um.
0: One moment, please. And you watch him, just kind of like you watch his eyes just shift like a set of colors, and they go back, and then he kind of like looks at it. You know, the creator of this thing knows exactly where you are, right? Uh.
4: I I already forgot, but now I remember. Hannibal, have you looked at this? Oh yes, thoroughly. Okay, um, you're going to want to get rid of it if you don't
0: want people knowing where you are. Yes, I am realizing that now. What if it gives me
4: special powers?
0: I mean, I don't know what it does. I mean, the three effects are completely decided by the creator upon the spell's programming. I have no way of knowing. Would you happen to have a scroll of erase or a wand? Um, I don't have a wand. I could look, erase is kind of common. Either way, I could probably drum one up for you. I could make one don't have one made currently. It's not a spell I like get asked for very often, but sure, we could we could make one up for you if I don't have one.
5: Well, that should do the trick.
2: Well, I support us being prepared. I think that perhaps maybe we should hold off. We are trying to find out where this came from, and perhaps this could lead us to it.
5: I'll admit, I'm quite curious. Maybe. Sure, Arkrav, if you have
0: my permission, I'm curious. I mean, for the sake of research and the study of the arcane, I want to know what this does, but I... This is a, this is this is verbal. This is legally binding. This is a verbal contract. All of us. I am not responsible for whatever happens. What's yes? The worst? Everyone say say say. Repeat after me. Whatsoever happens hereafter today. Whatsoever, whatsoever happens, hereafter happens hereafter today. today. But, yes? Um. Neither Silas nor Sylvester. Uh, uh,
1: Fitzelric,
0: no, what they said, are responsible for whatever happens. Uh, responsible. responsible for whatever happens.
4: whatever happens.
0: Upon the activation of said tattoo located on Arkrov's yes, arm. Yes, We arm. get it,
5: we get it. Upon I did notice activation. that,
0: um, Razan, you never, you didn't repeat any of it. Um,
5: I, this is stupid. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Arkrov, uh, moves you, us seem kind of frown. Arcab moves his finger over the tattoo and says, eagle and says the command.
0: Uh, okay, ah. um, I need two things. I need number one. I need to know what exactly are you looking at.
4: What I need at to know.
0: Th- I mean, at his tattoo as he does it. <laughs> you're looking at you're looking at your your arm. Yeah. Um. A- after you activate it, where where your eyes go? Just tell me. Uh, back up at Silas. Okay. Uh, well, go ahead and roll a D six oh, for dear. me. Oh no. Oh. No. I'm afraid six.
3: Six. <laughs>
0: oh no. Okay, we're gonna oh, roll no, no, here. No. Oh Jesus God! What? Is this Wait, what is this item? Um.
1: Oh no. He just
0: pages. he just explodes. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's not what happens. Um, <laughs> Six Get out of get out of this murder, Razan. <laughs> um. I cry as I leave his corpse. <laughs> it's not my no, fault. I, I never repeated the problem. I definitely rolled a two on the die for the saving throw. Um, But what you guys see is as um, Arcroft does this you see a tiny shimmer happen over the War Eagle tattoo and as Arcroft's eyes kind of move up after this happens, he looks at Silas and he watches Silas immediately kind of like kind of looks at you and he goes, oh God, am I overdressed? (laughs) He just kind of like, he like takes off like the the waistcoat he has, kind of starts to unbutton. he's like oh, and he just starts like pulling off like he has like his, he starts pulling his boots off, and he's like, "It's I, I, I'm sorry, I've, I'm very overdressed." And over the course of the next minute, he takes most of his clothes off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> he ends up. He's just. He he ends up. He's just in his underwear and his like singlet, like his undershirt.
1: What are you doing?
0: And he's just like, "Oh, get this!" And he just takes the, the clothing and he just like backs away. He's like, I, "This is just. I, I can't even look at it. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I was so overdressed, and I just." I just felt disgusting. I'm, I'm so sorry. Don't. I don't even want to look at the clothing I was wearing. I'm sorry. And he sits down. Hey, uh, know. You want to roll, spe- roll spellcraft?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, I do.
0: What the bloody hell, <laughs> oh,
5: dude? I'm rolling good tonight. I haven't rolled below a fifteen. Damn. Nice. And that is going to be, uh, twenty-seven. Jeez, Yeah,
0: you are killing it. Um. So yeah, you didn't see like the spell get cast because nothing really happened, but you know this spell effect. Silas just came under the effects. Of the spell shamefully overdressed.
1: That's a spell. What?
0: It is a spell. That you can is in a fact real look it up. Spell. Um, <laughs> also so for the next six seconds, Arkrov, you feel so horrendously sick to your stomach because you're so embarrassed for Silas. It's like that feeling when you watch like the Scott's Tots episode of The Office, but like amplified by a magnitude or two. You feel sick to your stomach for like
4: six whole seconds. Arcroft kind of, I think, stumbles back in 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 disgust. <gasps> I am so so sorry. I've, I, you you can put your clothes on now. No, I can't even look at them. No, uh, it's disgusting. Please, just, no, just put just put them them back no, on. No, they're gross. It's it's horrible, that I'm even standing. I was. There's just so. Uh, I'm
5: sorry. I, d-
0: I don't mean to not cover up, but I'm not. I'm not. No, uh, gentlemen.
5: I believe what we are witnessing are the effects of a of a shamefully overdressed spell. What the fuck is that?
0: He watched Silas's face fall. He looks at Arkrov.
5: Are you fucking
0: kidding me?
4: I did not try to do this. Oh so oh
0: gods. And he's watching him like and he like snaps his fingers and you watch like a new robe appear around him. He's like
4: Did your tattoo do that? I think so. I, I don't like this. We should um just go ahead and cut cut my skin. Cut this off. Just go ahead. I'm not going to do Rose, that. I'm not going to cut into you. Razan will do it. Uh, Razan, just go ahead and cut, cut this butt no. off. You understand that that's, that's no. your wrist.
2: I want to know more about this.
5: Look. I'll do it.
2: Uh, no. Oh, no, 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 just no. no. It's not animals.
5: safe. All I have is this rusty wand. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Look, who cares about Safety. We wanted to find out where this was coming from. Silas raises his hand when
5: you say that. Hannibal also raises his hand in solidarity.
0: (laughs) Uh, There's a little wing goes up from Judas.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Look, we wanted to find out where this thing came from, and Zillion couldn't tell us, but maybe this tattoo can.
4: Well, uh Can I sleep at someone's house, or can can you all sleep at my house? Cause I I don't like the fact that I'm going to have this tattoo and some someone knows where I am.
2: Of course, we need to make sure nothing happens and be ready in case anyone does
4: track you. Kenzo, would you like to to come over and and we could have some whiskey?
3: Yeah, I was actually thinking that we should hit the town. That's like a that's a fun trick. Actually, is there a college nearby? I feel like this is very college-oriented. This is almost like a fraternity. Like a fraternity put this bug out. This doesn't even seem like
0: malicious anymore. This seems like a child's joke. It's likely that these effects, they seem to be used as some sort of enticement. I don't know if you noticed, Hannibal, but when that went off, there was another spell activated as well. Continues on the locate creature spell that is already active. Every time this is activated it seems that spell is recast oh
4: fuck mm. but it well, seems let's... to be
0: some kind of incentive why
1: would anyone equip this thing with such useless spells that barely did anything
0: I don't know this is, could be rather useful in some situations a
1: spell causing someone to undress what could that possibly accomplish
4: imagine if you were fighting someone
1: Ah,
0: this, their armor. This is
4: true. I, I would be very distracted. It's also only
0: one of three effects, as Hannibal, you probably know. We don't know what the other two are. But one of them seemingly does force a person to undress. Luckily, the creator of this spell, only
3: mostly a pervert. So there's two more. It's, wait, how are are they randomly activated?
0: It seems like it. I don't know, I've never personally used one of these because obvious reasons. Well that was fun. Yeah, if you're ever fighting an attractive
3: opponent, uh, Arcroft, you know.
0: You understand how terrible that
3: is, right?
2: Don't do that. Don't remove anyone's clothes without their consent. (laughs) How about that? Yes,
3: I would agree. Kenzo? I'm gonna dig through their pockets anyways. (laughs) Later, when they're dead.
1: Okay. Anyways...
3: We're all born naked, guys. Relax. Yeesh.
2: This is, uh helpful to understand a little bit more about what this might be
5: here's uh what i worry uh, our plan was to give the uh arcane gem to our friends here uh, the fitzellrix but uh, now they apparently know that Arkrov is here yes that's great they're going to be looking for this gem i'm sure it would not be wise to leave it here where the spell was recast we should take it with us We'll bring it back after, or we can have a sleepover upstairs. Pops. But don't we yeah. need them
1: to take a look at it to decipher what it what it says or what they recorded?
0: As Locke says that the one of these the door in the back gets kind of kicked open. You guys see, Sylvester says, "Did I hear someone talking about a clockwork spy?" <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, why yes. <laughs> yes, Locke. But I am not willing to risk my friend's livelihood over some curiosity. Uh, we could always get it fixed or looked at after we are rid of this spell. So,
4: like like Locke said, Vic could stay here. I I would feel comfortable with all of you um being here with me.
1: Then you wouldn't have to be alone, Arkrov. That's a great idea. Well, as long as you don't mind us staying here again.
0: Oh no, of of, of course not. And uh, uh, Sylvester kind of like,
5: well, did, is 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 there a spy or not? I suppose. It won't do any harm in telling you, but, um, He looks to the group, like, should we tell them? just nods. You guys have any objections? Yeah, no. Arkham nods. Yeah. Uh, we were all in a meeting with, uh... The Prime Minister and Bessel of Howell and his men. Uh, and, uh, One of his men found this thing in the ducts trying to get into the meeting. So... Shit. It appears there is a spy who is either interested in the Prime Minister or... Uh, Lord Howell or ourselves. Uh... And we are quite concerned, as you can imagine. Yeah, you should be. Now, I know what you are planning to do with this is technically illegal in the nation of Arden. Uh, but if you were to be caught, not that we would uh, flap our jibs about it, uh, you would have the full pardon of the Prime Minister. And you can guarantee that? Well, no, but it is her reputation at stake, and we would vouch for you.
0: Um, you guys see, as uh, Sal is kind of thinking over this, Sylvester kind of walks past you all, and he... um goes over and, like, throws a lever on the wall, um, and you guys see the um, there's a a sign outside the window that, that kind of, like, lights up magically as open, and you watch as it switched, switches to closed, and he goes and locks the door, and he says, I heard you speaking of this, and comes and walks over, and I busted out Old Faithful, the Gemtech Decoder.
5: What?
0: This was an old hobby of mine, and you see Silas is like, excuse me? <laughs> I've been dealing in these for a very long time.
2: It looks like we came to the right place.
0: <sighs> you have my dear, you have. Hannibal Come in a the little back.
2: Bit. Oh. And you see his eyes
0: kind of widen up, and Silas is like, the fucking hell? Well, like he seems to have no idea this is a thing. <laughs> I'm very excited. All right. Sylvester kind of walks you guys to the back, and there's that little workshop you guys saw in, in the back previously where like all this stuff gets made. And um, he kind of pulls you over to like this small little desk over in the corner. And you can see there's this little odd-looking box, like it just has like it's a square box, like a kind of rounded top lid, and it has this um, like holes in the front of it, like very tiny holes. And he opens the the top lid; it hinges, and there's this little slot, like perfect size for a gem, for a gem of that size. And he kind of puts his hand out. He says, "May I?" Uh, of course. Takes the gem from you. Go ahead, and he sets it down, and he reaches over to the side and pushes a little button, kind of made into the box, and he watches the gem lowers into it. And kind of you hear like a... And there's like 35 seconds of silence. And then you guys begin to hear audio, like crystal clear, like pitch perfect. Like it sounds like it's like literally in the room. You guys can hear a conversation between Kenzo and Locke at her house. You guys can hear... There's a conversation that seems very one-sided, if you know what I mean. You hear one voice and there's a pause. Then you hear maybe another voice... There's a long pause. (gasps) Maybe you hear a different voice or one of the other voices you heard. There's a long pause. No. There's even a moment where you hear your voices at different times, along with a gruff, small, gravelly voice. Oh. That seems very familiar. This goes on for probably 10 minutes, and it doesn't seem like it's going to stop. Like, there is just tons of audio on this.
1: Shit. It's following us, not the prime minister.
0: And we'll see you guys in episode 15. Oh, no.
1: oh, no. oh my
0: goodness. That's worse. Way worse. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck all right everybody thank you so much for listening we truly appreciate it as you mentioned before please check out the Lebanese Red Cross go check out Direct Relief as well as Black Lives Matter all three of those things are extremely important will continue to be important Um, we super appreciate everybody doing that go ahead and check us out on Instagram and Twitter at PodCalledQuest maybe even check us out on Patreon.com slash PodCalledQuest if you're interested in helping out the show we're creeping close to that $500 goal folks hopefully we can We're trying to hit that by the end of the year, maybe. By the end of the year, that would be pretty cool. Um, Other than that, a huge shout out to Sirenscape and Larian Studios for their awesome sound effects and music. You can find links to them as well as every other composer's music we use in our show notes as well as at podcallquestcom slash music. And last but not least, once again, we love all of you folks very much. We so appreciate you listening. We will see you all in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
5: Just takes out the door. Wait, you forgot your knife.